No matter how long you've been in business, no matter whether you've got consistent leads and projects coming your way, or you feel like you're still working toward building that momentum in your business, tapping into the true power of email marketing is key in developing long-term growth and sustainability. And in today's episode, we're diving into both the big picture and the nitty gritty. So let's get going. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows them to spend more time with their toes in the sand than their fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm an email copywriter and business mentor, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. But first, I am so excited to say that my signature program, Elevated Brand Accelerator, is open for enrollment just for my podcast community initially. And if you're a service provider wanting to really grow your brand authority and become known as the expert in your niche, and of course, grow with email marketing, which we're going to go in depth into today, I want you to hop over to my Instagram and send me a DM with the word elevate with your favorite emoji, and I'll dish all the details and a limited time bonus I'm not sharing publicly. Now, before we dive into all things email, let's kick things off with a few questions. I'm going to ask you to reflect and answer these honestly just to yourself as I go through. First of all, do you have a marketing plan in place? And by this, I mean something more robust and strategized than just posting on Instagram, for example. And it's okay if the answer is no but it just gives us an indication of where you are and the areas that can be prioritized. Secondly, do you currently have a pool of warm leads that you could go to tomorrow to pitch or sell services or offers to? If your answer was no to either of those and you're currently marketing just on social media, I want you to think really carefully about this next question. Do you feel like you're on a social media hamster wheel? You're putting out a lot of content. Maybe it's scheduled, maybe it's planned out, maybe it's on the whim, but it's all relying on the algorithm and the platform and updates. And you're just hoping that it is presented in front of your ideal client. It's even showing your posts and your stories and your reels to the right people. If you answered yes, you are not alone. A lot of entrepreneurs start out using social media as lead gen for their business and I want to say, first of all, that this is not a bad thing. It's a really great place to start, and it's a great place to continue to be and to enhance your visibility depending on what your business goals are. But before we dive into email and all of that goodness, it's really important that we understand the implications of using social media as a primary legion source in your business. So whether it's Instagram or another platform, social media is rented land. And what that really means is you're at the mercy of the algorithm gods, like I like to call them. Anything can change at any point, right? You are not in control whatsoever. Number two, your content is shown to only a small portion of your followers. Number three, depending on the platform, your content is short-lived and relies on your followers seeing it in a timely manner. So think about Instagram posts and stories and how 
quickly they can become buried and or disappear. And number four, you don't have any control over the platform. So anything can happen to Instagram, to TikTok, to Clubhouse. And in the last year in business alone, I've either myself or known people who have actually lost complete access to their accounts and never got it back. Accounts with millions of followers, by the way. I've had my own stories stop working at the height of my launches where a majority of connection and nurturing comes from with my Instagram audience. And that doesn't even begin to cover how some updates and features are delivered to certain accounts while they're not to others, meaning that the same opportunity isn't happening across the board. So you can start to see where some of the problems in reliance of having your sole audience on a social media platform can be a little bit limiting, especially for the long term. And with that, of course, there are also great pros to social media and its ability to connect you to people, build relationships, and use a variety of medium like video, written posts, live features. All of that is wonderful. However, it does require you to constantly be visible, to churn out content, and to keep your legion efforts on that rented land. The best thing that you can do for your marketing, and I'll even go so far as to say the best thing you can do for your business growth, is to build your owned land. Owned as in O-W-N-E-D. You own it. It is yours and nobody can take it away from you. And that is where email marketing comes in. So with automated funnels, launch sequences, and regular newsletters to your list, email marketing truly is the secret weapon that entrepreneurs and small businesses use and large businesses, let's just be honest, to take ownership over their marketing efforts and build a community of warm leads that they can consistently go to. So first, we're going to go over the pros of email. And if you don't know this, I am an email copywriter at heart. Email is totally my thing. And I'm so excited because we're going to dive into specific pros of email and then tangible steps that you can take to start or revamp what you've got going on. So this is applicable to you if you are a service provider, a consultant, a coach in the online space, and you already have email going on or you don't at all. We're going to go over both sides of either starting or improving it. So stick with me here. Now, first of all, email has lots of great pros. I really mean it when I say it's owned land. No one can take your email list from you. Let that just sit for a second. After a little bit of the worry that might come with social media and not having control there, just the comfort that comes from your email list actually being yours. There are no algorithm changes that might impact your content landing in someone's inbox, which leads me to number two. Reach with email is far greater, and I mean far greater, than with social media. So let's give a quick example here. If you have 500 followers on Instagram, you post something and the algorithm shows it to somewhere between 2 and 10%, and 10 is if we're being generous, of your audience. Maybe or maybe not, you get some more reach with hashtags, but that's a whole other conversation. Those are going to be people that are cold leads and thus not continuing to be nurtured toward an offer with you, but introduced to you for the first time. So what we're doing is focusing right now on those warm leads that you're continuing to engage with as future potential customers or clients. So if you're lucky, your content is showed to 50 people, okay, if we're looking at 10% here. Then you send an email to your list of the same amount, 500 subscribers, of which 100 percent actually have your email pop into their inbox. 
So we're just talking about reach at the moment. On Instagram, you've got between 2 and 10% even being shown your content, whereas on your email list, you have 100% getting your email in their inbox. And now then it's your job to make sure you're writing emails and subject lines that are in line with what your ideal client wants and resonates enough for them to open. But at the moment, you are way ahead of the curve here, just having that owned land in somebody's inbox. Now let's talk about people who actually open it, who actually read it, okay? So on Instagram, of the number of people that are even shown your content, only a portion of them are actually going to look at it, engage, read, etc., consume your content. On your email list, the same is true, but a much larger portion. So if 100% minus a few emails that might end up in spam are ending up in your subscribers' inboxes, you can have open rates of anywhere from 10, which would be incredibly low, to even 50, 60, 80% open rates, depending on what you're sending, how you've engaged with your audience, and of course, the copy that goes along with those emails. And even if we just take the average open rate, which it varies across industry, so this is a very average open rate of, let's say, 20%, that is far greater to have 20% of your 500 subscribers actually engaging and opening and reading your email than the amount that are just going to be exposed to it and reading it within your social media platform. And this leads me to the fact that leads are even higher engaged and often click through at much higher rates than they do on your Instagram or social media following. So All that to say, your reach is far greater. There's much more likelihood that your leads are actually going to consume and be a part of your content in your email list, especially if they know that you send juicy, great emails their way. Which brings me to number three, which is that your readers are generally ready to consume more longer form content. So they know that they're going to click on your email and if it resonates with them, if you built a relationship as well, they're going to stick around and read what you have to say. Number four is there is no constant demand. Aside from, say, a weekly newsletter, you can put funnels on Evergreen and nurture leads with an on-point welcome sequence to warm them up to you and your brand. And that means that you can create content one time and have it running in the background on autopilot for you. And then you can top up with weekly newsletters and anything special depending on upcoming offers that you have for your list. And the final thing is that is so powerful for email marketing is that you can actually segment your leads into specific audiences and specific ideal clients, which allows you to send more strategic and helpful emails to just the right subscribers. So your email list allows you to be able to speak to specific people and not send everybody the same emails. And that becomes really powerful, especially as your email list grows and you're able to target specific campaigns for specific clients or ideal clients that you'd like to bring aboard. And that really ties in with data, which is just so, so powerful. So you're able to collect data, make sure that what you're sending is really resonating. If something doesn't hit right, you can adjust it. You can experiment. You can trial with what your audience is enjoying reading and consuming from you. You can look at where traffic is coming from, and you can even cross-pollinate and connect with those people on other platforms like social media, for example. And email isn't going away anytime soon, which is a relief because you don't have to worry about how long a social media platform is going to stay in fashion. People are going to move on somewhere else after you've just built up everything in your community in one place. But 
This is not a social media email comparison straight up, but this is to give you the reality if most of your marketing has been built on social media of the potential and the possibility of what you can do with email as well. And it's not to say you have to ditch social media as a marketing and lead gen source. I believe that combining the two is incredibly powerful. It's a great way to extend and create an omnipresence with your leads on another platform, a more personalized platform. And even more so, email truly is your secret weapon. No matter what phase of business you're in, if you've been in business for 10 years with consistent clients and are ready to grow something larger, or you're in your very first month, you don't have to wait until a certain point to start your email list, which is what I hear a lot of entrepreneurs worrying about. Like, oh, I know I need to do an email list, but I'm not quite there yet. I need to get grow my business or my brand a little bit more and then I'll prioritize it. And the problem with that is that those that you see that have scaled businesses, that have email lists that they are selling to, they have not acquired those overnight. And very likely they did so by having their email list as a main priority earlier on in business and grew that alongside the business with them. For example, if you don't know, I actually started my email list in just the very first month of my business. And I knew the power of email because I had been watching some really big players in the entrepreneurial space talking about having consistent legion and revenue brought in through their engaged email lists. So when I started out, I knew that I was going to prioritize that from the get-go, and it was one of the best decisions that I made. So no matter where you are in business right now, you can absolutely start prioritizing this and bring this in as a consistent piece of your business and your marketing plan. And you know me, I'm all about giving tangible, actionable things that you can take away and implement. So if you haven't started your list yet, or you have something going, but you know it could be stronger... Here are three things that I prioritized in that first month of business and I still do today. It's never changed to build an engaged and thriving email community and rely less on social media for lead generation. So the first thing is to start with value being your core driver. This means instead of starting out thinking, okay, great, I'm going to sell to my email list, which every email is potentially a sales email, but with the core driver of I'm going to deliver value to my reader, which is then going to allow them to learn from you and to implement and experience micro wins. And there is something so powerful in having a potential ideal client learn something from you, implement that piece, experience a win, and then come back to continue consuming your content and learning new things because now they trust you even more. And when you have an offer coming their way, they're going to be even more likely to jump in on it if it's exactly what they need. So from your lead magnet to rocking your welcome sequence, I want you to think about what your ideal client needs help with right now. You don't have to solve all of their problems in full. That would be a lot. But how can you help them make small changes or how can you provide them quick wins that'll influence their life or their business? The second thing you should do is send emails that are full of your brand personality. So nailing your email marketing is about making real human connections with your readers, like letting them feel like you're talking to them face to face. You could be sat down at a cafe, at happy hour, at a beach barbecue, whatever is you and your brand. You're there with them having a chat. They understand who you are, what you stand for, what you like, and more importantly, they feel like you understand the same thing about them. So it's key to take some time to identify your brand personality first and ensure everything is aligned. Then the third thing is to get really strategic about what you're sending. 
any sequence or campaign should always have a goal that you're nurturing leads towards. So that might be to buy an offer, maybe to book a call with you, or a goal to educate them about a problem related to something that you're going to launch a solution to, an upcoming offer or new program or course of yours later next quarter. The power of email is that you can be helpful, educational, and intentional about what you send so that when an offer comes their way, your audience is ready to jump in on it. So you want to get really strategic and kind of work backwards. So what I recommend doing, and this is your homework for today, is to list out your next three business goals. Maybe it is to secure more clients for next month or next quarter. You want to get booked out in advance. Maybe you're launching something in a few months and you'd like to start thinking about warming people up, nurturing your leads and your audience toward that new offer. Whatever it is, I want you to circle the goal that's most pressing. Then brainstorm a few simple tips that you can send to your list about the topic related to whatever it is. If you are a graphic designer, and you're looking to book out some more VIP days to do sales page design for clients, why don't you brainstorm a few tips around how people can optimize their branding, prepare their design for launch, something along those lines, so that you can start to let them experience micro wins and at the same time position you as the authority in their mind. Most importantly, what you want to do here is after you've got those tips brainstormed and you start sending them educational, nurturing emails, experiment. See what gets opened, what gets clicked, and what doesn't. Then adjust and keep going. And if you haven't started your email list yet, that's okay. You can keep that goal top of mind, whatever you've got upcoming, and start by creating a lead magnet and a welcome sequence that'll get your email list warmed up and ready to go as soon as they join on. So think about your ideal client in general. In terms of what you help them with, what is it that they need right now, an immediate need? Something smaller that you can easily help them with via a lead magnet, which might be a resource, a template, a video, a checklist, you name it, is key because you wanna make sure that you're actually delivering something that they want. Then, once you deliver the lead magnet, you're going to want to be sending them a welcome sequence, something that continues to educate them, continues to support them, leading off of the lead magnet that you gave them, and then allows them to get engaged and warmed up and ready to buy, whether you have an offer for them in the welcome sequence or later down the road. The goal here, if you don't have an email list yet, isn't to think about all the emails to come or anything big picture, really is just to hone in on those core things, aligning to your goals, your ideal client's needs, your brand personality. So if you don't have an email list yet, I don't want you to worry or stress about all the pieces that you might not know about yet. If I say funnel, if I say sequence, all you need to think about is creating a lead magnet that aligns with your ideal client, getting that set up and sending some nurturing emails to them in a welcome sequence that gets them warmed up and ready to go. So then later, you can learn with email as you go and continue to send more strategic things to them in the future. And if you do have that email list started already, that's awesome. I want you to go back and make sure that you're really prioritizing sending things with brand personality in a strategic way and making sure that you're sending with value first that positions you as that go-to authority. And if you want extra support on this, on setting up email marketing in your business or revising and revamping it, 
We are going deep on all things email marketing in my signature small group program, Elevated Brand Accelerator. If you don't know, EBA is a 12-week small group coaching program with both the one-on-one coaching aspect and mentorship in group coaching calls for service entrepreneurs that are wanting to lay the foundations to grow to sustainable 5K plus months and attract and book dream clients with confidence. And I'm so passionate about this program because it's based on the exact three-phase process that I took to grow my own business into becoming known as the email copywriter and getting booked out and having more sustainability myself. And at the time of recording, we're already over 30% sold out and we're going deep on all things, nailing your brand positioning, your messaging, your personality, and of course, the nitty gritty of email marketing. So inside EBA, you'll also learn how to grow your authority, how to get clear on your marketing strategy, how to deliver a luxury client experience that positions you as your client's number one choice and have a community of like-minded women to grow along with throughout the journey. So if you're feeling like you're ready to take your email marketing and your business to thriving and sustainable, chances are this is a perfect program for you. Like I said, you're one of the first to hear about this officially as a podcast listener, and many have already taken spots. So if you're interested in joining, all you have to do is hop over to Instagram and DM me the word elevate with your favorite emoji, and I'll share all the juicy details with you. I can't wait to help you elevate your brand and of course, skyrocket your email marketing for your freedom-based business. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at crystal.church with your favorite takeaway. Because this summer, we are drawing one lucky entrepreneur to win a free 30-minute coaching call with me and all you have to do is share it to your Instagram stories. Catch you next time.